want to be a homeowner, but you don't know where to start, guess what? I'm going to help guide you through. My name is Cameron Diabas, and I am a seasoned mortgage professional, and I am the podcaster general of the Home Buyer Hustle. And I'm here to help guide you through credit, income, assets, the mortgage application, and all those pitfalls that you need to avoid, things you may not have known about, and there's a special bonus just for you. That's right, just for you. We're also going to talk about down payment assistance. We're also going to talk to real estate professionals, people in the real estate game, inspectors, and that are going to be able to help let you know what they look for when they're inspecting homes and so forth. So without any other delay, let's take the dive. Let's have some fun. So we got another episode of the Home Buyer Hustle. I'm glad everybody showed up. All ready to learn because we got some great information for you today. We have our, our reoccurring guest. We have Cindy Rice with Madrona Real Estate, John L. Scott. And we also have our septic guru here, Jeff Rice, Cindy's husband. And Jeff is with JDK Septic. So we'll have his information in the notes in the comments below. So you go ahead and get that as you need it. So the reason we felt that kind of Cindy and I kind of talking back and forth about uh, content to give to you guys. And one of the big ones is, is the property evaluation. You remember we talked about the appraisal, but if you have an FHA loan, you know, there's a, a, a FHA and VA, they take it a few steps further, especially if you have a property that has a private water supply and like a septic system and whatnot. And we want you to understand the not the pitfalls of them, but if you have a property that has a well, you know you're going to need to have the well tested, you know, because we want to make sure that that water is good. And while they're testing it, you might as well have them do a pressure test so you know exactly how many gallons a minute that that well is producing, okay? Because if you have to drill a new well or go deeper, it's going to be kind of pricey. So you got to, we're looking at the big dollar items. Another big dollar, big dollar item, septic systems. So Jeff, kind of talk to us a little bit about things for us to look for with the septic systems. I know the FHA they require, and VA require them to be pumped. It's got to be certified that it's okay. They send that report to the county, and we all know what the county is like. So go ahead and take it away. And then just kind of like the pitfalls, like things to look for if you may have a bad septic system and and whatnot. So we're all ears. Grab your popcorn. It's going to be a fun one. <laughs> okay. So it was uh, JDJ. Septic. Oh, JDJ. Gotcha. JDJ gotcha. Septic. We're out of Snohomish County. There's just, uh, you know, a few things you can you can do yourself before anybody comes out, you know. Uh -huh. uh, things to look for would be like uh, when you're out in your yard, mowing your yard in the summertime. Right. You know, it's been dry. If you got a mushy area in the drain field, okay, you know you got a problem. Okay. That's surfacing, okay. surfacing effluent coming up from the drain field. 
Oh, okay. um, there's slow flushing in the house. There's gurgling in the house. That would tell me you either have a issue with the incoming uh, line or you have a filter that needs to be cleaned and, and uh, put back in so it flows, you know, evenly uh-huh. and effortless, effortlessly, excuse me. Um, you know, there's just a, a, a few things. You can always do some preventative maintenance yourself which would be like open up your tank, you know, you don't have to crawl in it or anything like that, but open it up, check the baffles, okay. make sure your inlet baffles there, your outlet baffles there. For the average person, what is a baffle? Uh, a baffle yeah. is, so on your incoming line from your house inside your tank, the inlet baffle directs flow. So when it comes in from your house, it'll, it'll hit the baffle and, and force it to go down into the tank instead of just doing what we call the washing machine effect, which just blows right into your tank and mixes all the, uh, all the solids up, which could go out over the top of your outlet baffle out to your drain field, which you don't want. And then your outlet baffle keeps the, um, it, what that does is it keeps the solids floating in the tank and lets the effluent, the water, just flow up and out to the drain field. So there's no solids going out to your drain field. Um, a lot of tanks uh, have filters on them now, like tanks that are systems like um, pump systems. Every okay. septic tank is required to have a, a effluent filter in the outgoing baffle, which okay. keeps the solids in and lets the water flow so you're not pumping solids out to your drain field and, and causing problems. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's, okay. There's, there's just a few things that uh, that the homeowner can do very effortlessly and easily to uh, prevent these costly repairs in the future. Right. So when they come out, because I haven't had mine pumped yet. It was pumped when I bought the house. wasn't an FHA loan, but I made sure that they had them pumped. So walk me through, like when that when that pumper comes out, the guy that's going to pump it or whatever. So walk me through that. What how, what is he like come out and Okay, typically the pumpers it depends on, you know, on the size of the company that comes uh-huh. out. Most most companies uh bigger companies they just their pumpers that's all they do is pump. They'll uh-huh. come out, you know, greet the customer, uh open up the tank, drag right. their hose, pump it out, give a quick inspection, you know, if everything looks good, they'll Put the lid back on, bury it up, and and head on to the next job. Oh, okay. And, and you know they'll fill out the report like uh, how many gallons it was, how thick the how thick the sludge was at the bottom, how thick the mat was on the top. You know the level in your tank. If it's a pump system, they'll they'll you know want to do like a quick drawdown uh, test on it, which is just basically pumping the uh, or turning the pump on on a right. full dose and seeing how long it takes to pump to run its course through a through one oh. dose you know so if it's going too fast or if it's pumping too much you could be possibly overloading your drain field you know at each time so you want low you know, you're going to want pretty much um less volume more frequently oh okay you okay. know so you're not so you're not just pumping you know 40 gallons at a time out to your drain field oh i gotcha so, i gotcha yeah. okay okay and then 
other things not to do with your septic system. Woo! Okay. So, things not to do with your septic system. If you have a septic system, you don't want to use any kind of powder. Powder will dissolve in the hot water, but as soon as it gets out to that colder water, it crystallizes up and gets hard again. And could, if you say you're doing a whole bunch of laundry, that hot water floats right over the top of the cold water, right on out to the drain field, and then that's where it crystallizes up and gets hard and, and potentially will plug it up. So, so no using OxyClean in your... in your. Well, you're going to want to use uh, liquid, liquid... You never know. You know what I mean? There's those people right. that... I don't remember ever going to a, a, a class. Did you, Cindy? Have you been to a class? Well, obviously... But Jeff tells you the horror stories. But yeah. what about the rest of us? Sometimes too much, yeah. Yeah, right? But you're going, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, throw some OxyCleaner with my clothes. You know, like, clean them. <laughs> but I'm thinking, oh, it's no harm, no foul. My pipes are going to be really clean. But then you're <laughs> crystallizing it at the other end. Great. You know? Yeah. So what other what other pitfalls, bad things to do? Okay, so... Um... Let's see, uh, bleach, bleach, excessive bleach use will kills bacteria. And in your septic tank, you want the more bacteria, the better. That breaks okay. down, that breaks things down, um, that is capable of breaking down, you know, doesn't. Uh, so when you use too much bleach, what it does, it does the exact opposite. Instead of breaking things down, it kills the bacteria. And then you have this big, huge, thick mat on top, which eventually oh. will plug you up. Because it doesn't break it. down, you know. I got it. So, what so about like like enzymes? I see people like you go to plumbing stores, and on the counter, typically, it's like here, use this product because it's got all these whatever the enzymes in it that you're supposed to put like dump a bunch of it into your drain and run it through, and it's supposed to make your septic better does that does that stuff work typically no it doesn't uh that like stuff like ridex if you ask me we're not able to sell products like that in snohomish county uh they used to up to about you no know, 20 years ago now oh. now the septic industry like the installers and the pumpers uh -huh. like that they don't they don't want us to sell stuff like that because your septic tank is you know it's five feet wide and eight feet long right and that and that bag that you just bought for twenty dollars of ridex that you just flush down your toilet it'll right. eat about a 12 inch square at your baffle and that's it so the rest of your tank is oh the rest of the tank is just the same as it was so didn't put enough in so well okay. you'd have to put a garbage a ton yeah right okay so, yeah okay and then no flushable wipes, even though they're flushable, you don't use them in a septic, right? Correct. Uh, things that don't break down are like uh, baby wipes, um, feminine products, stuff like that, you know, paper towels, stuff like that. You know, toilet paper, a lot of the toilet papers are designed to not necessarily break down, but they just don't get too hard like like a baby wipe and, and that kind oh, of stuff right. doesn't break down, you know. So what's the best to use in that case? They they do have um, toilet tissues that are septic safe. You know, they're oh, not really? thinner ply, 
you know, it, it's it's all up to the individual, basically, because right, right, right. You know, most women like the fluffy, soft toilet paper, you know, and men right. too. I mean, I don't yeah, want, of course. I don't want yeah. to wipe with, you know, toilet paper that feels like sandpaper. Right. So just to kind of bring it home, like, typically, how much does it cost to replace a septic system? Ooh. Okay, so... If you if you get a, a septic system that's called failed, then what they require you to do is it'll go from the septic guys to a designer, which will mm -hmm. come out. They'll dig a couple test holes in your yard. Most likely it'll be in your reserve area because you have to have 100% reserve area that you do drain field. In case something like this happens, you have another area to put a drain. Right, right. So they'll they'll come out they'll dig holes. That's typically about twenty five hundred bucks to for that service. Depends right. on what county you're in, and then from that point, uh, it'll take a while to get it um, to get it uh, approved at the health district. Right. Once that happens, then you then you pick your um, installer, and then okay. they can go. Uh, you know, drain fields today. A lot of them are going pre treatment. Which start you know twenty five thirty five thousand and you know that's typical range in there for a pre treatment system. Okay. You know they don't we don't do a whole lot of gravity systems anymore. We do LPDs, which is low pressure distribution, which uh -huh. will bring which brings your um your drain field up higher in the ground than than so low in the ground for like a oh, gravity okay. system. Okay. So so if you abuse your septic system, you. Probably looking at twenty five, thirty thousand to replace it, or like we were talking a while a while ago, there is a, a possible option to do like a septic rejuvenation. Yep. Is that it? Yep. Walk us through that. What What is that? No, Cindy had something she was going to say. Yeah, no, that's why I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna say the same thing Cameron just said. Okay. about the drain field Good. that I mentioned. Okay. Yeah. So um, drain field rejuvenation. What we what we do is, uh, depending on the type of system, say a gravity system, you know, and, and the age of it, if it's, mm -hmm. you know, before pre-1975 would have been concrete tile pipe after 1975, which was when it transitioned into plastic pipe. So... You don't want to hook on to a to a old hundred year old concrete pipe and try and vacuum it out because it'll just collapse. Oh, right, because, because it's soft and mushy. So if it's newer, you can do you know hook onto it with your with your vacuum truck and and suck it out, and that usually you know will prolong that the life of that drain field for for a while, a good uh -huh. a good while. You know, depending on if the if the rock bed is still you know clean roots. Roots you can't really do a whole lot about, you know. Right. Cut the roots out. Um, if you have a, like an LPD system, what we do is we uh, start at the manifold with the ball valves there. Then that, you know, you're able to tamper down the, the dosage on each line with the ball valve. Is we open it up there. We open up the end of each lateral and we uh, hydro jet those lines out and okay. clean them out. Okay, clean them because out. Because uh, we used to, as an installer, we used to drill orifices, and, and an orifice in your drain field is how the water gets out of the pipe. It's a little okay. hole. 
So they used to be drilled at six o'clock, which was down in the bottom of towards the uh-huh. bottom. But they right. found that they found that um, people who don't service their septic systems properly will get sludge in there, and it'll plug up those holes, oh. and then it's like a failed set failed system. Right. Nowadays, uh, all the orifices are drilled at twelve o'clock, which is up. So if you get any kind of sludge or anything in the bottom of that little pipe, you, it'll right. still squirt up. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So what we do is we clean them all out. Put on put on clean out swoops on the end with the uh, monitoring port boxes, so you okay. can, so the customer can actually go out there, clean them out up, themselves, open it up, unscrew the cap, fire up the drain field, and and flush them out themselves. Themselves, nice. And then that, so the rejuvenation cost is uh, is what like how much is that usually? Oh, it's probably for? it'll probably it could run you. 6500 75 Oh wow. A lot better than 25 oh, yeah. 30,000 35,000 for abusing yep. your system. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. What do you think, Cindy? Did you know all of this? Not all of it, but I do <laughs> I, I know a lot. I know yeah. a lot more than the average person. So but, And it's good <laughs> so to know because as a skeptic and the report comes back and they show me yeah. the report I just go, hey, honey, look at this report. What can be done with this? Right? I mean, there's just like that stuff you don't know until you realize you don't know. And I know that there's stuff that that you do on a daily basis that Jeff does, didn't know. Jeff like, what? Really? You know, because it's that's have our specialists yeah. in the field because if you don't, it's like, ah, oh, you could be just missing so much stuff, especially with the ox, you know, with the powder. You know, how many yeah. people do you think that have septic systems that are using powder? Powdered soap? Lots. Dishwashing soap. Because they don't know. I know. And, you know, I think that when people buy a house with a septic, they really should have a guideline on how to take care of your septic. And maybe that's something, oh. you know, Jade. D and J should do. Yeah. 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 Put in these little, you know, pamphlets about how to take care of your septic. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Because, I mean, you think about it, that's like a big, big dollar item. Like, and people are just, they, you know, people get so accustomed to city water, you know, city sewer. Oh, no big deal. Yep. Like, side well, we're going to move out to the, we're gonna move yeah. out to the countryside, you know? Like, and, oh, my God. Gonna... That's, like, bizarre. Yeah. They flush that toilet and think it's gone. Yes. It's, it's only in a tank five feet off the house. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, crazy. Crazy. So the septic juvenation is actually, it could be a workaround for a lot of those cases that we have where the septic fails, depending on if it's the baffle, if it's not the baffle, whatever, right? So we want to make, if it's drain field related, the you know, the rejuvenation may just be a, a, an option that will get you through it. It's going to tide you. Tied you over for a while so you can save up some money. 
you know, to get to get a whole system later on. Or you just keep rejuvenating it every couple years, couldn't you? Sure. Or every time or every time you have your septic pump. I mean, is that something people should do, you know? Should they should that be part of their maintenance? Is the drain field rejuvenation? Well, I think once once after you do that, then you have the you have the means now to to uh, maintain do it yourself it. to do it yourself. You know, there's ways to like say, say you're you're in your house and you flush your toilet and it and it don't go down, and you know you got you know you have septic, so you'd want to, you know, go out there and open up your septic tank, and if the level is up to the top, that means you have an outgoing issue. If the level is like eight to ten inches down inside uh-huh. your tank. That's an incoming issue. So that's just, you know, another little sign that you can tell of where the issue is. Because if your tank is if your tank is down to level and you're slow flushing, that means you have something plugged up on your incoming line. Oh. But if you open it up and your tank's all the way up to the top and, and flooded, that's uh-huh. an outgoing issue. Could be oh. a filter, could be a plug filter, takes, you know, five minutes to pull it out, rinse it off, and slide it back in and you're good to go. You make it sound like we're just rinsing off my little my my little <laughs> air filters from my Roomba. Just rinse it off. Think I'm out there. Like no. You know. Yeah, that's but, pretty, it's nasty. Yeah. Definitely. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, this is good stuff though. This is like seriously valuable. Especially for lenders, especially for agents, especially for homeowners that like, because I know I'm not the only one, you know, you get all of a sudden this stuff happens and you're like, now what? I just, I know it's my septic. Now I got to call a septic guy and you don't know if that guy's a hundred percent honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And here's the other thing. I mean, when you call a septic guy, when you have failed services, it's kind of an emergency, you know? Yeah. And you're looking at their schedule. Well, we can get out there, you know, in the next five and about five to seven days. But, you know, in the meantime, what do you do? You know, you yeah. got to take a shower. You got to do laundry and dishes and, you know. Exactly. And you're you going, oh, that. man. Then you have the money factor. You're like, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. It's all stuff falls apart when you can't just go in there and flush the toilet, right? You know? And then if you're on a and most of the time, or you know, a lot of times it'll happen on a holiday, or <laughs> or on the weekend, you know, right. middle of the night, you know, and these guys, and then that's middle emergency, of winter <laughs> emergency service pay, you know? Yeah. So yes. or I can I we used to pump septics too. We don't need yeah. more. We're just into the repairs and installation now. But I can I can remember many many Thanksgivings every and Christmas. Every Thanksgiving, he got I was out there out. pumping. Every Thanksgiving. Yeah. Christmas morning, Christmas Eve, all of them. You know. So. Yeah. yeah there's no discrimination when something wants to. Wants to fall well, because apart. you have so many so many more people. You have family members in the house and. You know, you have all your family, and they're all gathered together, and then yes, there goes, there goes kind of like meet the kind of like meet the Fockers. Yeah, when, he, when they have the wedding out there, and the guy backs his truck up with the 
gazebo for the wedding, and he knew he knew he had a problem because he told the told the guy, "Don't let the cat in here. The cat flushes the toilet, and toilet don't work, and it's gonna, you know." So same same scenario. Right. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, and what else we want to cover today? Anything else, Cindy? What's going I mean, on in the? Today. I mean the 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 market. I mean it's. It seems to be picking up a little bit, you know. Okay. People are um, starting to list their houses. It was a little bit higher this week than it okay. had. A lot you think of- people are just kind of going, you know what? We're just tired of living here. Rates aren't gonna get aren't gonna come down anytime soon. You know, people yeah. are just they're gonna they're gonna go. You know what I well, mean? A lot of um, homeowners are given the option to assume their loan. So if they are at a lower interest rate, then somebody else that comes in and buys it can assume that portion of the loan at that rate. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like, you know, you assume it, so you assume half, then you got to get another loan for the rest yeah. of it. Yeah, You got to make sure that that other lender is going to, is going to be in the second position because it's not you're not back you know what i mean you're in the second lead position yeah so i mean i don't know i i mean as long as people are being able to do it i think it's just yeah i think there's a lot of it's got to be the right the perfect storm i think in order for that really to yeah, I see it. I used to see it more with like an estate. Mom, mom passed away. Dad passed away. Still has a mortgage. Somebody in the family says, "Hey, I'm going to assume their mortgage," and then they assume it that way, right? Because then they're assuming that little balance. They're not going out and buying a new house where they're assuming a partial loan from somebody. And I haven't really heard of anybody that's actually, you figure you have a loan that's on the house for 250 and you're buying a house for 700. That means the other lender's gonna come in at whatever, 300,000 yeah. and- Yeah, I've just seen a lot of it out there. I don't know how yeah. many are, are taking it, but I've seen quite a few of those out there. Yeah. But like I said, the assuming ones, the only time I've ever done assume assumptions is when it's somebody in the family, instead of purchasing, instead of going through and purchasing it at today's yeah. rates, if the rates were lower, they assume that rate that their parents were. Yeah. Well, and I guess if it's a high enough mortgage to assume. Right. Right, you know, exactly. And then the lower one, it would be in second lien position, you know, if it's mm-hmm. only like hundred, right. hundred and fifty thousand, maybe. Uh-huh. And then what people what people need to realize as well is that on the closing disclosure, it will tell you they've added this to the closing disclosure that will say whether or not that loan is assumable. Yeah. It used is. to be it used yeah. to be just in the final paperwork, the closing yep. paperwork, not just the closing disclosure. So right, not that all actually, loans are assumable. I agree. Yeah, yeah. that actually. Can I chime in real quick? Yeah. What's so, um, uh, 
I'm going to give you a, for instance, this true, true story too. One thing I'd like to say is that there's a lot of really good, reputable septic companies Mm -hmm. out there that aren't looking to retire off of your house or your toilet. Right. Right. Um, Just for instance, um, I got a, about two years ago, I had a, a customer send me a, a approved design for a septic repair. So I went out there and I looked at it and I'm like, okay, because uh, once it gets to that point, you're you're on, it's on. You know, once it gets to right. the the designer and the health district and all that, and you've got an approved design, it's on. So um, had an approved design for a repair on a septic system. The house went vacant for like two years. Another company comes out and they do what's called a stress test on the drain field, okay? okay. Which uh-huh. they just take your take a garden hose and they stick it in the outlet line and they turn it on for 30 minutes. If it comes back, it's no good. If it takes all the water, it's good. Well, in two years, your drain field's going to dry up. Right. So it's going to take that water, all of it. Right. So next thing I know, this house goes up for sale. So I call I called up the the realtor and I said, you know, um, I go, you know that has a failed septic system, don't you? She goes, No, we just got the report that everything was good. I said, Well, I'm hey, I'm here to tell you that at the health district, there's an already an approved repair design for this residence. I said, Now that's kind of a little disclosure right. issue that you got now. Right. Because now you know. Um, I just, you know, just wanted to tell you. So there are cases like that. So what's going to happen now is they're going to they're going to sell that house to a family of four, say mom, dad, right. two children, and they're going to get in there and they're going to start using facilities as usual, you know. And it's going to it'll work for a little bit, and then all of a sudden it's going to stop because it's going to oh. fill back up, and that and that soil's already been compromised, and and it's no good. Right. So. Um, uh that's that was just oh. something that was across my mind that you know i that i personally experienced yeah. and just wanted to let people know that there are you know you can always get a hold of you can always it's public information you can always go onto the okay. health district okay. website and look up as built or you know permits or anything they want on uh-huh. that system and and you'll get the real story it'll give the okay get there that was all i had yeah, I like it. I'm loving it. So, again, uh, Jeff, I want to thank you for joining us. De- a lot of great, great, valuable information. It was spot on. You never disappoint. Cindy, I uh, love having you on here. Like, we always we always just chat it up and uh, always find something to talk about. And, you know, yeah. and if, you got, if anybody's out there that wants to get a septic system, needs a great installer, like... Jeff, you know, does a great job. I, I mean, I'm not just saying it because he's a guest, and I'm saying it just because he's, I'm looking, you know, I'm looking at him. But he's honest, he's reliable, trustworthy. You know, I I would leave my house open and have him come in and out, and I would never have to worry about anything. And again, that company that Jeff's with is JDJ Septic. So, and other than that, it'll be in the comments. Or look up Jeff Rice at the health district. And Jeff Rice is I'm on the yeah, I'm on the installers uh list at the health district. It has my uh, my email and my phone number. Beautiful, beautiful. Yep. 
It's okay. Until the next episode, I want to thank everybody for joining us. And have a good one. Take care. Bye bye. Take care. Woo! That was a lot of information to take in. You know what? I'm proud of you. You hung on and you followed it through. So here's the best part it's only going to get better. I guarantee it. You know what? So what I want you to do is I want you to bookmark this. I want you to watch it, subscribe, and re-watch it. Then, do me a favor. Have your friends watch it and your friends subscribe to it. Until the next episode, I expect to see you in your seat ready and willing. Because remember, you're always going to get what you've always got if you keep doing what you always do. So let's do this. Come on, hustlers.